Hey y'all, what's going on? It's your girl Maya Desire here, and I have with me Shima. Welcome to Fuck You Respectfully, the after show podcast. And we are here to break down some a few points with P Valley season two, episode one, titled Pussy Land. This is really dope. Season two is here, and we are all excited to be down in the valley where the girls get naked. So let's just hop in. Now, of course, we have the opening scene, and they are doing a drive-through strip club. Like, what is your take on that? I know that's not one of our biggest points, but it's a major thing with the scene open that way. So what do you think about it? Well, I loved it. I thought it was so innovative. Like, I mean, they were giving what needed to be gave. I loved seeing Mercedes um on the pony. Was that Mercedes? that was in Mercedes? Mm-hmm. That was um who was that? On the you don't know who that was on the pony? When they opened up and um she was like the final it's another major character you can't guess. No. I don't remember. Okay. Oh, well, I guess we can move on from that then. But that was pretty amazing. I love that. Um, the pole work and the outfits, all of that was amazing. But I thought that was innovative. I was excited. Well, I think that um, a drive-through strip club, I'm definitely down. I would like to see one in real life. Um, but I think the the shadowing the the silhouettes all that good stuff was really um just like you said innovative creative to keep it going because the bills the bank still got to get paid so um one of my biggest points of this episode is when autumn has a conversation with uncle clifford about the money that's been spent initially in, in the final episode of season one we see autumn drop 250k um to save the pink now there's literally like i believe twenty five thousand dollars left of course uncle clifford said that it was spent on saving the girls and you know uh paying off bills and things of that nature but what do you think is going on do you think autumn has a right to be mad with uncle clifford about the way that the money was spent um i do think that it, it, it does raise some concern it was a lot of money but Uncle Clifford did say that he had to pay for the girls because it was a pandemic and, you know, people weren't um, coming out like that. And um, I think she has a right to be concerned about it. But the way she goes about it is like she doesn't have to be so snappy, I feel like. I feel like she could ask him what's going on with the money. Like she should have been more involved with the finances like of the club you know what i mean you shouldn't it shouldn't be that much money gone before you ask where's the money at i don't think she i don't think she thought she needed to uncle clifford has been doing this for a while um she's already stated that you know that it was the responsibility on both of them but somehow along the lines the finances got you know mixed up in there it's I do believe that it is both their responsibility. And we saw in season one, Uncle Clifford went handling business, paying the money orders, getting on the bad checklist because the check didn't clear. You and know? that's exactly why she needed to ask. Because he was bouncing checks. You know what I mean? He clearly wasn't managing his money or the money wasn't being managed correctly by whoever was managing it, whether it was Uncle Clifford or, you know, anybody else. Um, so I thought, I think that she should have been 
kind of on that since she dropped the money for it. And now she has part, part ownership um, of the club. And they made that very clear, you know, this episode that she partly, she, well, she made that clear. Autumn made that clear. Like, you know, this is my club. You know, she's kind of showing up as the boss lady. So, yeah, I mean, she's bossing up, but she's definitely bossing up. And with attitude, one of those supervisors or managers you would not want to work for, basically, because of how she's going about it. She's a little callous, a little cold, and it could be seen as grimy to some people. Um, so I think that she should probably do a better job at talking to her people, um, especially Uncle Clifford, because no matter what, Uncle Clifford runs the pink, like point blank, period. You know, even after the financial um excuse me assistance it's still uncle clifford's you know club um and so yeah i'm very excited as to how uncle clifford is going to be seen uh in the episodes to come for sure so moving on to another major point um we see that Mercedes is, is really upset about the lack of pay that she's getting, right? She's been talking about how she's the one holding down the club because obviously we see her in the intro. We see the um, all the other girls are on the side, you know, they're kind of yeah, like... Yeah, Mercedes was the one on the pony. Okay, well, maybe she was. <laughs> no, uh, she was. Okay, um, mm -hmm. so we see all the girls, you know, on the sidelines and then we see Mercedes, you know, opening the show. Basically, she's the yeah. the showstopper, and she says, "Well, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for me, none of y'all would be getting paid to begin with." So, what do you think? Do you think she has a right to be upset? Should she be getting paid more than the other girls? Like, what do you? What are your thoughts? I feel like at this point, Mercedes should be part owner as well, in in the club, because she has put in so much work. You know, um, working for the club for years and years, there's been times where um, it seemed like she wanted to leave sooner, but she stayed um, in order to continue to support Uncle Clifford and the club. So I think definitely, um, just like everybody else leveled up, I think it's time that we see Mercedes level up too. Mm -hmm. um, she should definitely not um be having to dance in order to make ends meet so I, I would like to see because in in season one we saw mercedes and autumn being more of a team and so i would like to see them um get back to being kind of those boss girls that are looking out for each other because that's what it that's what it seemed like it was in season one so i would mm -hmm. like to see mercedes level up just as much as Uncle Clifford and Autumn have. Well, I know Mercedes was on her way to leveling up in season one. She purchased the gym, right? Um, she was getting ready for the dance studio, basically, with, for the young girls. But, of course, COVID came in. So, there was a whole pandemic that happened. And, of course, her mom was also using her, you know, for money. So, we saw that part as well. So, I think although Mercedes does want to level up, she has a few obstacles in her way that she has to get taken care of. Um, and hopefully we see her get the the gym back, you know, in season two, because like I said, the pandemic definitely, it hit a lot of people differently. And of course, if money is not coming in, which we see in the first episode of season two, Mercedes is checking her bank statement, you know, and she's negative in her account. So she knows that she, what she wants and, and, 
and what she needs to do to get it, which is why she's like fighting because she's like, man, I need more money. This is not cutting it, you know? Um, so I think she does have a right to be upset. And I do, I do think that she is going to definitely boss up and level up in this season. So I'm, I'm excited for that. Um, the final point that I definitely want to hit on for season one is Diamond and him tearing uh, Miss Mississippi, a.k.a. Keyshawn, a whole new asshole when she showed up at the dollar store. Okay. Um, so she showed up at the dollar store to get pampers. She didn't have her mask. And he was like, Keyshawn, what are you doing here? Like, you know, she tried to apologize. And, you know, he's like really going off. Do you think he was... Uh, valid in his feelings of how he felt and, and what he was saying to her? I feel like um, that is an accurate representation of like people wearing masks down south. Like literally that was we were all wearing masks down you know up north but down south even when I went to go visit um, during the time of the heavy pandemic it's like nobody was wearing their masks so i think after a while diamond just got pissed off with everybody not wearing their mask of course with mississippi it was a different vibe because he just wanted to snap at her anyway because he'd been waiting you know he'd been waiting to see her at the door so i think that um he was just he was over it he was upset he really is into mississippi and you know on top of that Mississippi's baby daddy doesn't call him the n-word so that's also like a thing um but yeah I I don't think he was well he was justified in you know getting into Mississippi like that because Miss Mama's what are you doing what are you doing you don't see this whole man over here like um but I also feel like he missed the opportunity to possibly reconcile or see where Mississippi was coming from, you know. Mm -hmm. I do think that um, her showing up, of course, at his place of work, right, which obviously would be the only place that she could run into him anyway. Um, and, you know, trying to fake apologize. For me, I felt like it was fake. After all this time, you know, you, you basically pulled a, you pulled a gun on us, man. You chose an abusive man over a man who could possibly protect you and who has offered to take care of you on a number of occasions. And now you're here and you want what from him? Like, what do you want? What was the end goal? So I feel like Diamond was pent up with anger, like you said, about people who weren't wearing their mask. And then pent up with the whole situation because he hadn't really dealt with it. Um, because he really wanted to save her. I think he was hurting for her. So his hurt came out as anger. So I do feel like he definitely um, just... He was hurt, you know, more so than he was angry. But, of course, we know that anger is, is festered by is by hurt, you know. So, I definitely think that he was... He should have let her have it even more. I'm glad that he was respectful in his, you he know... Was not respectful. What I mean by that is, like, he didn't go out of his way to call her the B-word. He was, well, he no, was upset, you know, but not. he wasn't, like... He wasn't talking down to her. He didn't bring up... Her situation. He only really talked about how she treated him, how she made him feel, um, and so I I think that even in all of that, it says a lot about who Diamond is as a personnel for this show. That he has a certain level of grounding, um, and he's really like the person that's you know like 
he gonna give it to you straight even even if you don't want to hear it so i i want to see more of what this storyline will pertain to in the upcoming seasons you know what i mean i don't know if he really said how he felt though he just said he just told her basically that um her baby's daddy called him the n-word mm -hmm. and i don't think he really touched on how he felt because it was kind of self-explanatory how he possibly felt. And I think he wanted to tell Mississippi that because he knew that they could relate on the basis of race. And so he wanted to tell her because she's also black. So if your baby daddy is calling you, I mean, calling me this, then what is he calling you? And I think that's exactly pretty much what he said. Like, he was like, I wonder what he calls you pretty much, you mm -hmm. know, if he's calling me this. So I think that um even though diamond wasn't calling her um the b word or anything like that he was still kind of he was kind of hot tempered and it made me think about like how um Keyshawn attracts like these men that have like this these different types of aggression and because even when diamond was dealing with the people coming into the store it was like the the one guy that he smushed i was like oh mm -hmm. god diamond he's losing it that's not the that's not the position that's not the job that he wants to be in because right. he's losing it but i think that does show his personality although he is um hot tempered i think he kind of knows where to place the fire and so um yeah yeah, it was interesting. I, I, I think that I would just consider him frustrated, probably like most people in a situation where you're working during the pandemic, because I don't mm -hmm. really know what that's like. But I know that there are a lot of friends that I had who were frustrated in working during the pandemic, right, because they were putting themselves at risk. So it's like, I'm here putting myself at risk. I got my mask on. Like, where's your mask? Why don't you have a mask on? You know what I mean? So it was a buildup of everything. Like I said, I don't think he necessarily dealt with what happened with Keyshawn and the boyfriend. So now it's a buildup on top of that. And not to mention that, you know, he was at the pink the night that we left off on season one when everything was happening with Montavious. So, you know, we don't know what's going on. We're just, you know, it could be so many different things that are why Diamond is angry and frustrated the way he is and, you know, pretty much like a ball of rage right now. So we will have to see what comes up in season two um, uh, and, and how these episodes play out and what the storyline looks like for Diamond. But I'm definitely excited because... I, I like Diamond's character. I'm very, very fond of him. So I want to see where it goes. Yeah, I'm excited as well. And I think that, um, you know, Keyshawn still going up to the store. I think that that um, and, and just trying to check for Diamond because she had to do a whole thing with the diaper situation in order to even get some free time away from her abusive uh, baby father. So... I think that her going up to the store, deep down inside, Keyshawn um, wants change. But I think that that speaks to the fact that it's very hard for people who are experiencing domestic violence abuse to get the change that they want because there's so many different mental barriers um, that are in the way. So even though uh, Diamond wants to help her, it's, it's interesting seeing that story play out because 
it's not as easy as um, people always say it's not as easy as you think so her just walking away would have been like the perfect story ending mm -hmm. for season one but seeing her work through this I'm excited to see Keyshawn work through her domestic abuse you know um, and actually come out hopefully you know riding high yes so we will see um, Keyshawn in the future and um, I'm excited. So until next time, y'all, this is episode one of Effie Respectfully, the podcast, the after show party. All right. So next time we'll see you. Peace. Peace.